Listening to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. Today I have uh, Michelle Dis- Discavage. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Discavage. Discavage. I totally just butchered your name. Michelle Discavage. Ah, yeah, way to go. Um, and she's joining me from Lubbock, Texas. And I'm just going to read you just a little bit about her. She's a speaker and author of Unnamed Women of the Bible, Lessons of Value, Belonging, and Worth. And a book, is it a book, I guess, called Stained Glass Life, Living Beyond, Living Beautifully Broken. In addition, she's a certified life purpose coach, and she's done all kinds of amazing things and had some really, what I get from your bio without reading it to everyone is that you've really come to a place of understanding of God's love and grace, and from that, you've been able to like understand who you are and walk out your destiny. Is that kind of close to what you would say? I mean, it's only (laughs) taken about 45 years, but that's okay. Right. Definitely. And I think growing up the youngest of two girls and being raised by a football coach and a teacher and doing athletics and all this stuff, but having very, two specifically very verbal abusive, verbally abusive coaches and just kind of looking back of seeing how those words really impacted me and settled Mm -hmm. in me and took root that never should have taken root. So yeah. God has really had me on a journey of saying those things said to you were never meant to take root in you. And yeah. it's been a long and hard yeah. process many times to just going through that. I don't feel like I'm enough and I don't feel like I measure up and just all these things. And especially when my daughter was born, it was, no, we're going to get these things right because mm-hmm. she's not going to go down that same road and like, right. let her have her own <laughs> things that she's got to deal with, but there are some things I'm going to be very intentional on and the power of our words and things like that. So the first book was a four week Bible study originally meant to be six, but writing a Bible study on your own is really hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was like, four is good. Four is super good. (laughs) And it was, I mean, just a really fun journey. And it started out as some blog posts Uh because I've written a blog for years and years And I always had the idea of, I want to write a book, Mm -hmm. but someone had told me one day, well, you write a blog. So it would be really hard for you to write a book. And I thought, oh, I'm not an author. I'm not a writer. I just write blogs. Uh, I don't know why that disqualified. Yes. And just (laughs) held to that. And I was like, oh, I probably couldn't do that because that's like a big thing. And my husband one day said, that would be a really cool Bible study if you took those posts. Mm. And I was like, all right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's pretty much all I needed to go. 
all right. Yeah. <laughs> and started doing that. And then this last one, Stained Glass Life, is more personal stories. It's mm. it felt very much like walking out naked. It's like yeah. a lot of people like not a lot of people because self-publishing, I don't have people marketing this for me. So right. whomever chooses to read this, I was like, they're gonna know a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it's all for the purpose of saying this is how God showed up and said, yes, it's, you're going to have these broken pieces, yeah. but I can still create something with it because yeah. that's what I do. You yeah. know, and it's kind of like, ah, oh, okay. Like that feels good. <laughs> that's yeah. nice. And just kind of takes the pressure off of us. Cause we have all these messages coming at us mm -hmm. all the time through social media, just in society and sometimes our own heads. And it's kind of like, none of that really is meant for you. Like, all mm -hmm. I need you to do is walk in obedience, step by step, and you're going to mess it up because you're yeah. going to try to take control, Michelle. You're going to try to do it on your own. <laughs> like, I know you. I created you. Yeah. And he's like, but that's, but keep coming back. Yeah. Keep coming back. And I'm going to be here and we're going to do something with it. And yeah. you may think you know what you're doing, but you don't. Mm-hmm. But I do. And he's like, remember, I know, I know, I, I know the full picture. I know the full story. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I can go back. And so yeah. it's been really fun. And then with life purpose coaching, it's been, I actually have a degree in psychology. Then I, what happened? I was going to get my master's degree and I was like, I don't want to get a master's. I don't want to be in school. <laughs> I know. And really, I, and I was just like, it would be really great. And I'm sorry to the professors who wrote those glowing recommendations. Uh. And I was, but looking around the program, I was like, all of you are messed up and yeah. need a counselor. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't be here. And we, for one class, we had to go through counseling with someone who was further along mm -hmm. in their master's and about to graduate for their practicum. And I sat there and you have to do an intake form. And I thought, I know exactly what we're going to pinpoint because my grandfather committed suicide my senior oh, year in high school. And I thought that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Even though like we're past that we've uh -huh. gone through, I had wise counsel, I had mentors, you know, mm. all of that. And so sure enough, this girl, this girl, young lady, um, sees that. And that's what we're pinpointing. Of course. And I thought, well, I was eight. Mm -hmm. That was a senior and I'm not 18. Mm -hmm. And I said, so I'm good. Like that was a choice he made. And I, no one can be fully in the right mind when they make mm -hmm. that choice. It's depression. Yeah. It's all these things coming together and there was nothing we could have done. And I held guilt. I held shame about that, but it's not mine. Mm -hmm. And I've forgiven him. I've forgiven, you know, some other circumstances around that. And I said, but ultimately, if you don't know the Lord, what you say has no bearing in my life. Exactly. And just stared at her. And this poor human. <laughs> yeah. Just like deer in headlights. And I'm just looking at her. Yeah. Like, okay, what now? And she's yeah. uh, uh, like fumbling. And I thought, if she drops a program, I'm going to feel really bad. <laughs> yeah. Really sad that I like <laughs> wrecked her. Uh, and I thought, I just, I can't. And then later, on the flip side of that, I was talking to someone who had been a mentor, telling her about that situation. And she said, The problem is, you don't want anyone else to be in control. 
-hmm. and you're going to have to let other people into some vulnerable places, but you weren't willing to do that with her. So it was kind of, I had my point of, Mm -hmm. I don't need to talk about this right now, or maybe then. And until I built a relationship with you, I can't. Mm-hmm. So, or just don't have the freedom to just for yeah. me personally but then a mentor brought it in and said however if you had opened yourself up you also don't know what could have happened and yeah. I was like oh, well solid point but that's yeah. not what went down right <laughs> and then I, I can so it, relate so. I can so mm-hmm. relate I was in psychology uh recently I, I just like the second time I went back to finish my bachelor's mm-hmm. and and it got I think I knew in my spirit I wasn't supposed to do it, but I was just so wanted to do it. And my plan mm-hmm. was to get a master's and to, um, I mean, it was, I was even interning at a counselor's office and counseling like people at um, uh, different kinds of uh, organizations that were nonprofit. And um, anyway, someone came up to me and said, I, I really feel like I was praying and the Lord, they didn't say it was specifically me. They just kind of made this announcement. We were mm-hmm. in a prayer meeting and they said, there's somebody in here. They're trying to be somebody they're not. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I didn't even think it was me. I just thought it was somebody else in the room. And then I got ready to leave. I was grabbing my purse and I looked at my friend and I went, I think, I think that might be me. Like yeah. I'm trying to do something that the Lord is, he's saying, this is not the way. And, mm-hmm. and I, I totally think that psychology has its, um, you know, I mean, there are some positive things with it, but it oh, doesn't yeah. fix people. It, Jesus no. is like the only answer. He really mm-hmm. is. He can fix and I, every situation. Oh, definitely. And for me, just cause I realized now, like there were some things in me that I would not have been an effective counselor. I think yeah. the need for mental health professionals mm-hmm. is necessary, but especially those professionals who are founded on truth. Yes. And right. I think that makes a big difference. So I dropped that and was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Try corporate America for a few years. That definitely was Same not year, for me. Right? <laughs> yeah. I was like getting all gussied up, going to a sitting in a cubicle. Um, now I pretty much knew I was like, I just need something to do right now. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Like really they have these great gap year programs and stuff now, which mm-hmm. my daughter who's only in sixth grade is looking at doing one. And I love that idea, mm-hmm. just taking that year before starting college, just to kind of get your bearings and take a breather, get used to being away from home, those kinds of things. I really could have benefited from something like that because I wasted my first year of school anyway mm-hmm. and my parents' money. Sorry, mom and dad. And so, so I many did that. Do that. <laughs> I know. I was like, my bad. I mean, thankfully, I was at the local college, so it wasn't right. like an exorbitant, but st- I mean... Yeah, I had a few grades worth mentioning, not many. I mean, I was enrolled. (laughs) I went to English. That was probably the only class. But so from there, I had moved home and went back to school to become certified as a teacher and coach because I had Mm -hmm. coached at a private school and I had been involved in the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Mm -hmm. just loved that realm. And I was actually talking to a recruiter in the Metroplex area and I mentioned coaching at this private school. And she said, your whole demeanor changes when you talk about coaching. Why aren't you doing that? Yeah. And I was like, cause I'm trying to get it. That's what everyone in my family does. I was trying to yeah. be the black sheep. Yeah. And so I went back to school to get my teaching certification 
and became a teacher and coach for a while. Okay. <laughs> and so like jack of all trades, yeah. master of none for sure. But there's really, and we'll find the common thread in a minute, but yeah. did that for a few years, met my husband, Andy, through the same friend that we have a mutual friend, our friend, Heather Schultz, the yeah. same friend that introduced me to her, introduced me to my now husband and mm -hmm. he was in Nashville at the time while well, I'm out in West Texas and so we met decided we kind of liked each other would get married and resolved very fast <laughs> insanely fast and so I moved to Nashville taught and coached yeah. there for a while and I was like I'm done I don't there were some things that I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to raise other people's kids and mm. there was a lot of counseling and I loved the relationships I got with the students, mm -hmm. but I was like, this whole having to teach them grammar is really getting in my way. <laughs> right. I and I like the coaching, but yeah, like there was some stuff within the coaching. I was like, I'm not really a fan. And like, this is killing me. So I became a personal trainer because I kind of, <laughs> Hey, I get, to, I get yeah. to coach. I yeah. basically could not like praise the Lord. My husband is stable and steady. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then did that for quite a while. And then I worked with during that, those years and we had moved here to where mm -hmm. my family is after my daughter was born. So we could be around family. And I worked with a friend of mine who's a life coach and just mm -hmm. did some stuff with her. And about halfway through our sessions, I said, I want to do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Cause that's the teaching. It's the speaking, it's the coaching, it's the psychology, it's yeah. looking and whereas counseling looks at the past and mm -hmm. then how do we cope or whatever, live coaching is very forward focused. Yes, it is. Yeah. Of, and the particular type, the life purpose coaching that I do is all scripturally based. Mm -hmm. And it's how has God wired you? Mm -hmm. What positions have you held? What teachings have you, you know, like what kind of education do you have? What drives you? Where, where are your passions at? Mm -hmm. It does look at what could get in your way, which right. some people like these things could blindside you if you don't recognize them mm -hmm. and just kind of really unfolding that to say, are you where God really wants you to be? Or is there something you need to be doing to fulfill your calling? Yeah. And so I'm finishing with a client right now and it's been amazing what God has done mm -hmm. and she'll be changing careers. I mean, it all just unfolded just yeah. rapid fire and she was just so obedient and so open to the process. Mm -hmm. And it's been yeah. So fun. So in the midst of that, I was like, hey, let's write a book or two and I'm going to self-publish because I don't yeah. need to be rejected by a publishing house. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I'll just it on my own. And I've been able to do some speaking, which I love going and just encouraging women, getting to mm. know them, hear their stories. And so that's been really fun. Mm. And what this year holds, I, I mean, we'll see, but it's just incredible that and all these times with career changes, and you're like, sister, yeah. get yourself together, like pick something. And I'm sure my parents thought that too. And even my husband's like, just please do, do something. <laughs> um, no, actually, he's very supportive. But just seeing that God is saying, if you will just be where I have you right now, yeah, yeah, I'm going to use you. Mm -hmm. And I missed that a couple of times. And I did not do that well. Mm -hmm. a couple of times, but just saying in this season, like recently some doors have closed and it's been very upsetting, but he's like, if you trust me with the open doors, can you trust me with the closed ones? Mm -hmm. That yeah. there's purpose mm -hmm. in both and there's beauty in both and there's provision 
and protection in both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, and we see these closed doors as just rejection. Right. Yeah. And a friend of mine said, you have no idea what God's protecting you from mm-hmm. by Absolutely. closing that door. And I just thought, well, that's, you know, if we can just, and a lot with what I do in life coaching is just helping people reframe things. Mm-hmm. things. And if we'll just change the way we word something, I mean, it changes the entire dynamic. Yes. You know, and just, oh, now I can kind of breathe and rest and okay, I can go forward. Like, you know, just all the yeah. guilt and all the cra- craziness that yeah. we put ourselves through. Yeah. You know, you just kind of go, oh, okay. Like I can, I can trust God to just the next best step. We're just going to keep yeah, taking the next best step. We're just always in such a hurry. And mm-hmm. the journey is, that's part of the experience is every single place mm-hmm. that God sends us through sends us to and through. And I think he wants us to understand that there are things to be learned, even in the, I remember working in jobs I hated, but what I had to learn was even in those places, there were assignments. Like there were people Mm -hmm. I was supposed to help. There were um, people I was supposed to witness to. Um, But my attitude Mm -hmm. was so bad and it took the Lord's like years sometimes to go, okay, would you snap out of it? Mm -hmm. This is not all about you. (laughs) Like I have you there to help people. And I think that's part of the submission and the surrender that it requires before Mm -hmm. going on to the next thing for sure. Oh, definitely. Definitely. (laughs) And it's just when you get to that place of the surrender and Mm -hmm. especially as a parent, I was like, okay, as much as I love my child, God loves her infinitely more. Mm-hmm. He knows exactly where she belongs in this life. And she's asked me, what should I do with this? And what, you know, she's got mm-hmm. her life plan at, she'll be 12 in a few months and she's got her life plan like yeah. through college. Right. <laughs> be, since fourth grade, my yeah. two, she's just so just oh. beyond what I, I have ever been as a yeah. human being. And she just asked, well, what about this? Or what about this? And I said, ultimately, I want you to go where God is leading you because mm-hmm. I can give you advice. I can share my wisdom with you, what I've mm-hmm. learned, but you've been created differently than me for a different mm-hmm. purpose, for a different calling and for a different generation. Yeah. So where God wants to lead you, my best advice is to follow God. Mm-hmm. I said, I will do my best to follow him as well so that mm-hmm. I can help you along the way and help equip you. But yeah. ultimately it's up to him. You know, yeah. it's like, so if God calls you to do it, that's what you need to do. Even if I'm like, I don't know about that. Like God trumps me mm-hmm. every time. And I said, yeah. at this age, you don't get to say, well, God told me <laughs> you yeah. know, there's some learning you need and some growing and, you know, those kinds of things and maturing. But God's like, you're the same way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. He's like, you still have some maturity to do because you can get really whiny when you don't <laughs> get your way. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks. All Thanks right. for that. Mm-hmm. This is probably way too true, you know, but yeah. he's so faithful to say, just keep showing up. Yeah. Just keep coming back. Keep coming back. And there's discipline. And I've told my daughter, you know, you can make a horrible decision. Mm-hmm. You always come back home. And I said, there's going to be consequences, but you always come back home because mm-hmm. this is your safe place. And God was like, that's exactly how I am Yeah. for my children. Yes, there's going to be consequences because I love you mm-hmm. because I don't want you to go back and make those same poor mm-hmm. choices that could right. destroy you. 
And because I have something amazing and grand for you. Yeah. So I need to kind of, sometimes he needs to work some things out of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. In order to get us forward, you know, yeah. we, who likes, no one likes that. No one, <laughs> but no, for sure. There's beauty in that, you know, there there's is. blessing in that. If we can just reframe it sometimes. Yeah. You know, and I think that, um, we are coming into a time what I feel as I pray and intercede because I do a lot of intercession and worship and Mm -hmm. I feel like God is calling all of us to take our places in his kingdom. So like this floundering around that a lot of us are doing and not knowing where we're supposed to be and, or feeling like God made a promise to us years ago, but here we are still at a job we can't stand or Mm -hmm. doing something that doesn't look like it fits into um, God's plan, um, I feel like a lot of us are about to be released into Mm -hmm. what we were really created for. And I think God is raising up people like you. And I do some of this life coaching too, um, because I do counseling, but I also have like some life coaching credentials, not a lot, but um, um, what I found is God is using me to call people's true identity out, like helping them discover Mm -hmm. it. I don't like to just tell them. I kind of want to take them on a journey right. where they see it and then they start to walk in it. Even if in the natural, they're not getting to fully do it yet. God has at least got their sights set on who they right. really are so they can start walking toward that. Is that kind of what you do when you lead people through? Definitely. And it's, I mean, we could easily, and like with the client I have now, who's, she's just, and I only coach women just because of some of yes. the emotions and things that we touch on. I don't need an emotional connection with males right. because as a married woman, it's just safer for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't really feel that I can really speak to men and mm-hmm. how they should be behaving or whatever, because I'm not a man. Like I can tell you what scripture says, however, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is to be a man. Yeah. yeah. Never done. One of the few jobs I've never had. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's definitely saying, Hey, let's look at this. And then just asking questions. And a lot of it, it blows my mind because the Holy spirit will just drop, mm-hmm. ask this, say this. And then yeah. you can just almost see the lights turning on of, Oh, if this, then that. And I've been looking at this situation a certain way when, if I would look at it like this yeah, instead, yeah. that could completely changes the picture and you mentioned identity and that's such a huge word and topic mm-hmm. for me right now and I just see that under attack mm-hmm. in yes. so many and it's so big especially for for me for part of my purpose to teach females and correct mm-hmm. their view of themselves yeah. their view of God and when we understand, I think some of us need to forgive God for mm-hmm. some things that have happened because we're holding on to anger and some bitterness. Yeah. And we really need to get down and understand who he is because yeah. then we understand who we are. And there has been some really bad teaching mm. on scripture of who women are right. and what our function is in yeah. the kingdom and just wanting to correct that and not to minimize men because we need to work alongside of them. Yeah. You know, and this whole 
oh, we're just going to go on down this trail. So the way society (laughs) views the women empowerment, Uh I can't stand it. There's nothing in me that wants to join in them. Right. With them. I'm like, you're not even close actually Mm -hmm. to what being an empowered woman means. Mm -hmm. Like it's not what they're saying. Mm -hmm. But when I read scripture and he has created us as warriors, Mm -hmm. as heirs, as all these things, you know, and the words that God uses to describe woman as he creates Eve mm-hmm. is the same word that he uses to describe himself in relationship to Israel. And that's yeah. one of a warrior. Yeah. You know, so don't tell me that I'm inferior. Yeah. Right. I simply have a different function mm-hmm. and a different place in the kingdom than my husband. Yeah. But if we could get this right to understand who we are, who God is calling us and how he has created us, then we can hold our space mm-hmm. and use our voices without ever diminishing and demeaning men. I agree. Because I cannot I stand that. I can't Because yeah. I need men to be raised up mm-hmm. according to truth. Mm-hmm. And especially having a daughter, I'm like, if she is ever called to be married, I need a strong servant leader, God-fearing yeah. man yeah. to walk with her in this life because I'm raising this her to be yeah you can call her strong-willed but to be a woman who will be set in her foundation of christ like that Mm -hmm. is my goal you know and i think just working with some girls and working with women through life coaching is just identity that's really what Mm -hmm. it boils down to is i don't know who i am Mm -hmm. i don't really fully understand who god is either and because and I don't know two, who I am, I don't know what to do with my life. <laughs> right. Or they go because for some it, inferior mm-hmm. job or calling that's right. really not all that God has for them. Yes. And it's knowing that if your space is in the home raising kids, own that space. Yeah, absolutely. If yours is part-time in the home and part-time out mm-hmm. at a job or doing direct sales or whatever, mm-hmm. own that space. If it's out being the boss of some company mm-hmm. on that space. And I think I've really noticed how many times women apologize for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry for crying. Why? You mm-hmm. have emotions. God gave you those. Mm-hmm. Stop apologizing. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, you know, like <laughs> even to have their own ideas that are so strong mm-hmm. and powerful. Like, please stop apologizing. Please, mm-hmm. please yeah. stop. You know, it just, those kinds of things and not wanting, we had, my husband and I had a big discussion about this the other day of women in a corporate setting, say, let's mm-hmm. take a corporate setting. Women are more likely than men to be interrupted, yeah. even by other men. And they were, cause I just read this great book that was talking about this kind of dynamic. Mm-hmm. And they said, even in movies, like in Frozen 2, where Elsa and Anna are very strong characters. No, no one comes to save them. Like they work mm-hmm. out the problems. The males still have more lines in that movie than the females, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just these subtle messages mm-hmm. we get that you might offend someone or yeah. you might, what will people think mm-hmm. if you speak up or if yeah. you are bold and it's not to railroad anybody. Like mm-hmm. that is never the point, but own your gifts. Yeah. That's you right. know, and it's just, 
like you and Heather are both amazing vocalists. And if people came up, oh, that was so good. Oh, it's all the Lord. Like, we know <laughs> God gave you that gift. Just say thank you. Just, you could say thank you. Or, man, that yeah. song you wrote was so powerful. Yeah. Thank you. Because, yes, God gave you those words. Yes, God gave you that story. And from your own experience or from mm -hmm. what you observed. But you had to sit down and write the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. so if we would just kind of step up and take ownership and be like, okay, mm -hmm. thank you. You know, and we don't have to minimize oh it was okay it's not my best like we minimize things right yeah hey guys i hope that you enjoyed that particular message that's actually part one and i'll release the second half next week but i just want to encourage you to really take hold of the ideas that we talked about which I know there was probably a lot of movement and we kind of talked about a lot of different things. But the general idea was that if you followed um, Michelle's Trace Her Pathway into her calling, she actually did a lot of things before she settled into um, where she is now. So I think that it's, it's important for us to realize that we're on a journey with the Lord, okay? So in, in every season, you, you have to figure out, okay, what in this season can I celebrate and to actually instead of looking at that season as being I hate this season and it's not where I thought I would be and I don't understand why God has me here what we have to learn is this season has a purpose and Lord show me uncover that to me God let me see what this purpose is what this season is all about and in terms of purpose and learn how to enjoy that season. Let God teach you things that he wants to teach you. Um, if you wanna see more about Michelle, you can go to sparkliving.net and you can order her books there. And also don't forget to share this and tag us if it's on social media and to see if you win that prize. So you guys have a blessed week, thanks.